Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Intelligent Talk Radio. Intelligent Talk Radio. This is the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Well, I'm glad we were able to connect with James Rosen and uh, heard from James about how the Obama administration went after him in a very serious manner and uh, had him as a uh, unindicted co-conspirator on uh, providing uh, information from the White House. And so that meant that um, government spying on American media, media at least the, the Obama Administration Washington didn't find out for years. So is it so difficult to believe that Susan Rice might have been behind unmasking Americans who were uh, being caught up in conversations with uh, foreign dignitaries in any sorts of circumstances, whether it's innocent or not? And what you're not supposed to do if you're an American government member is unmask those Americans unless there's specific specific identifiable need that is agreed to by whoever has to agree to it. And she didn't do that. Now, she says uh, that she's completely innocent, but I doubt it because Susan Rice has uh, a history of not telling the truth. Now, last Sunday, Bernice Thomas, sister of Canadian Robert Hall, with his fellow Canadian John Ridsdale, were abducted um, in the Philippines by the ISIS-affiliated Abu Sayyaf terror group and murdered when no ransom was paid for the Canadians, expressed her public anger at the Canadian government and specifically the Prime Minister for refusing to greenlight a military rescue mission when the Philippine and U.S. militaries were prepared to work with Canada's special forces to rescue the two men. A ransom was also not allowed the family were instructed in this manner by Ottawa. And Mr. Trudeau is in the middle of this. Today we have three members of Mr. Hall's family who have more to say about the death of their family member, their loved one. Benice Thomas, uh, Robert Hall's sister, is back with us. Hi, Benice. Hi, Roy. Thanks for uh, having us uh, in this conversation. Again. Well, there's more to be said. Uh, there's significantly more to be talked about here that has, I think, sig- a lot of importance, significant importance going forward and may affect other Canadians. So we have to know what happened in the case of your brother and what may befall and await other Canadians who would be sufficiently unlucky to be kidnapped by a terror group, God knows where. And if you expect the Canadian government to stand up for you, maybe not so much. Gord Bibby is with us as well. Gord got in touch with me last Sunday, and uh, he's Robert Hall's cousin. And uh, Gord, you thank you for taking the time. And, and you were the, the force behind the family petition, right? Uh, no, good, good to talk with you, Roy, and, and thanks for uh, 
keeping this issue before the public. Actually, it was my other cousin, Lois Eaton, who actually brought uh, brought the petition, uh, e-petition 696, forward. Uh, so I've sort of been uh, supporting her and supporting the family and uh, getting a whole lot of high blood pressure as we go. Yeah, and <laughs> when you look at Ottawa and you look at the Prime Minister, what's your immediate response? If I ask you about Prime Minister's involvement in your in your cousin's fate, what are you going to tell me? Well, I, I think he's taken, frankly, a very cavalier attitude. That there might be strong terms, but uh, I, I wrote I wrote our prime minister back last June uh, when I discovered that uh, there were a couple of uh, rescue attempts offered and that he turned them down. So I, I basically wrote the prime minister back in June, uh, the same month that uh, my cousin Bob was uh, was beheaded. And uh, I got a rather polite form letter from a clerk in hmm. Mr. Trudeau's office, uh, who basically, I guess, handles correspondence, and didn't hear anything else until I get a letter from uh, uh, Stéphane Dion the last November, which was five months after I wrote the letter, basically extending condolences and assuring me that the government of, and I'll quote here, the government of Canada is more committed than ever working with the government of the Philippines and international partners to pursue those responsible for these senseless murders. Please be assured that we intend to bring them to justice, however long it may take. Well, evidence is to the contrary. We, we have not seen, uh, and this is uh, as per some, uh, some great reporting from uh, Adrian Arsenault and uh, Rosemary Barton with the CBC uh, and uh, some other journalists, we just haven't seen any uh, any progress. Uh, it's interesting now that we have a new uh, Minister of Foreign Affairs, Krista Freeland, and, and I thought it, if this was sort of high on the uh, foreign affairs agenda that she would reach out to the family and uh, just maybe bring us up to date on what's going on, but, but there's been nothing. Now, they don't want to talk to you. No, no, they sure don't. They don't want to talk to you because you're a minefield for them, because they know that they mishandled the situation. They know they mishandled an opportunity for your family member, for Mr. Hall, to be released, along with Mr. Ridsdale, either through a ransom payment or through a military operation. They had both options, and it was Ottawa who that declined both, right? That's correct. Fundamentally. Right, yes. Yeah. yeah. Let, and, me take, uh, let me say hello to your cousin. Um, Lois, Lois Eaton is with us as well. And uh, Lois, hi. Hello. Thank you for, uh, for joining us. I, I, I have to... I have to imagine this is terribly difficult for you, so I admire your family for standing up and challenging Ottawa for what they didn't do when they could have done a, a lot more and maybe saved the lives of uh, your your cousin and Mr. Ridsdale. Tell us, please, about the petition. What's the response been, and has the government re- replied? Well, um, the p- petition actually started... And by the way, thank you so much for having the three of us on and Gordy kind of downplayed his um, role there, but he has really been instrumental in keeping both uh, Bonnie and I kind of um, encouraged when we start flagging and coming up with new ideas and new ways of uh, getting signatures, which was a focus at, at for quite a bit of time there for the four months it was live. But the way the um, petition came about was originally I was so appalled that there seemed to be no goal and no plan. And I'm, I'm a retired administrator, and I just couldn't imagine functioning without a plan, without a goal that you're working towards, and then a plan that 
you actually think is going to achieve your goal. And it has become evident to me that I don't even think they had the goal of rescue. I don't, I don't think that was ever part of what they wanted to achieve. I think in a little bit of a cynical way, and I'm not a cynical person, and, but it seems that their goal was for uh, political acumen for the prime minister and his fear that doing anything untoward in the Philippines would cause him backlash, caused him to be paralyzed and do nothing. So realizing that there has to be a set of people, a team, that actually knows what they're doing, not retired politicians, not office workers, but people who are actually trained in this area of working with terrorists, working with the governments in which terrorists function and usually those governments are themselves a little bit different than the way we hope ours works there need to be people who know how to talk with him who to talk with what to say what not to say and when to say it we didn't have any of that kind of expertise it wasn't even i think on the horizon that that's what they should be doing they just kind of paddled along and kept the family in the dark and that was the other thing I thought was absolutely horrific. We were almost um, forbidden to support each other because we weren't to talk with each other. Well, Wait, 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 just, we, just a sec. Lois, you weren't to talk to each other? Well, we weren't to communicate with each other about anything to do with the, the kidnapping. And so when I reached out to um, Bonnie and Trudy, my cousins, it, it was almost like fearful that we couldn't really say anything to each other because the government had said, don't put any of this in writing, don't talk about it. So I, I found that really harsh because I couldn't find anything out and I was terrified for my cousin yeah. and I couldn't support my my cousins, I'm knowing what they must be going through, I it it was just incredible. So, to all three of you, then, what what Ottawa was doing was stage managing everything. They were stage managing you. They were stage man stage managing as much as they could. <laughs> and when it came to making the decision to save the two Canadians, that's when they just abdicated, left uh, and and left you on your to your own devices. We're, we're, then we're no longer here. Then we we've done all we can, and uh, we'll do the best we can next time. So it was out of that, Roy, that I thought, well, I have to do something. I'm somebody that feels um, when I, I, I'm feeling frustrated or, or concerned about something, I research what can be done and then I get on with it. And so I thought, well, maybe a petition would help. Right. So I had started one on change.org, and it was not a, a wildly successful undertaking. And I was talking to the MP for our riding at a Fair Vote Canada meeting that he had, and Gorjohn said, I'll sponsor you. Change.org is not the way to go for political um, petitions. It works better. That works better for um, corporations. And he said, but I'll sponsor one for you. So he immediately connected me with Christine Ackerman, his uh, legislative assistant. Right. And they were so helpful. They were so helpful. Let me so take a was, let me take a quick break here, Lois. I, do, I have to do that, and then when we come back, what I'd like you to do is just tell us what needs to be said. You know, okay. I have questions, but more importantly than more important than my questions is that you have an opportunity to say what the family needs believes okay. needs to be said. So we'll do that, and then if there's time for any questions I have, 
then I'll, I'll put those in as well. So please stay with us. We'll come back on The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network with uh, Bernice Thomas, with Lois Eaton, and Gord Bibby, family members, sisters and cousin, sister and cousins of uh, Canadian Robert Hall, who with his fellow Canadian John Ridsdale was abducted in the Philippines by Abu Sayyaf, the terrorist group, and beheaded when no ransom was paid for the Canadians and uh, no military action was undertaken by Mr. Trudeau, even though he had the option. We'll come right back. If you're looking for real-life radio, you've come to the right place. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Bernice Thomas is the sister of uh, Robert Hall. Gord Bibby and Lois Eaton are cousins of Mr. Hall. And we're talking about how the uh, abduction of Robert Hall and John Ridsdale ended in tragedy when there were options for the Canadian government to undertake, and they did not. And you remember um, Lee Humphrey was with us last weekend with uh, Bernice Thomas and Mr. Humphrey, who is an expert on international security and uh, works with corporations and globally to set up security, told us that the uh, the military of the Philippines had isolated the area where the Abu Sayyaf group that was holding Mr. Hall and Mr. Ridsdale, they'd isolated that group so that the special forces could get in there effectively, efficiently, and hopefully get Mr. Hall and Mr. Ridsdale out alive and well. Uh, and the Philippine military had lost about 50 members of their military doing that, conducting that mission, and the Americans were prepared to help. The Philippine uh, military was prepared to help. JTF-2 or um, uh, Special Forces operators from Canada were there ready to go. And the Prime Minister of Canada did nothing. Nothing. So, uh, Bernice and Gordon Lois, what needs to be said? What, what, what do you want the people of Canada to know that that really needs to be said. So uh, any of you, please start and just share well, with us. We, we, one of the things we absolutely have to have is a plan, and I mentioned that earlier. If we don't have a, a plan, the Canadians who are still in captivity have no hope, and future Canadians have no hope. And what does that plan need to look like? Well, we need a dedicated team and a plan ready to go so we're not waiting three weeks to six months to create a plan. And that was something that Lee mentioned last week, and that's really shocking to realize that. Secondly, we need an investigation and inquiry into what has already happened. That's probably the best way to really get to the bottom of this. Since the government has to initiate it, it may be unlikely to have that, but it really needs to be an independent inquiry, not one through the RCMP or through our government, so that we can find out what happened and build on the things we need to improve on. Thirdly, this is going. my petition is going to go to the floor of the House of Commons. And so if people want to write to their MPs and say, when this is presented, we really want you to make a statement about it. It is not something we want to just slide off to the side. And I won't know exactly when it's going to go to the floor. It closed March 29th. And I received an email from Christine Ackerman saying that she would let me know as soon as it came from um, the government 
to Gord to sign, and once he signs it, then I'll know when it is going to be presented. Okay. Uh, those are the things to my way of thinking. I think Gordy has a, a pretty good handle right. on what needs to be done as well. Gord? Well, Roy, I think, I think uh, it's, it's impossible, impossible to expect that uh, uh, Prime Minister Trudeau or his government are going to uh, apologize or, or speak out in any way, as you say, they're, uh, they're trying to shut our doors. Uh, so I think if, if Bob and John's death are to mean anything, it's that uh, we can advance uh, what Lois was talking about so that uh, the government of Canada does have... Uh, some contingency in place when uh, when these type of things and and uh, I know the uh, uh, Mitch Potter and his team at the Toronto Star wrote an excellent series mm-hmm. of seven articles back at the, towards the end of last year uh, basically chronicling how uh, governments of all political stripes uh, over the years have been uh, less than uh, perfect in, in handling hostage-taking incidents. So I, I think it's something that needs to be addressed. Well, what we have, really, we have political cowardice. And it's not just Ottawa. It, it's uh, a lot of governments. They don't know what to do, so they do nothing. Exactly. Yeah. And, and this is, uh, you know, I just want to scream. I mean, it's... Yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's only they don't know what to do. We know what needs to be done. We have some of the best special forces um, yes. professionals in the world. You talk to people in the militaries of the world, they'll tell you, like, for example, JTF2, Joint Task Force 2, one of the top three or four special forces units in the world. And they were ready to go. Benice, what, uh, what needs to be added from your perspective? Well, I think um, both Gordon Lois have talked for the, uh, most of what needs to happen, but I mean, I'm I'm asking Canadians, anybody that hears this, to pick up the phone, write your MP, do both. Um, there has to be, um, an, as Lois and Gord have both reiterated, an independent investigation yeah. into what went wrong here. Why was there a lack of political will? We need questions answered, not fielded, not deflected no condescending, no platitudes. We just simply need need answers uh, so that our family can have some closure, but also to, to, to launch the uh, creation of a cadre of, of, of people that are ready to go. This is their dedicated job mm-hmm. to be up-to-date, knowledgeable on hostage-takings, kidnappings, so that when this does happen, we can react immediately right. um, to avert, you know, another family having to deal with um, just the, the 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 continuous nightmare that this is. And they've done nothing, and they clearly have no plans going forward. If a, another situation were to recur today, I doubt they'd have any plans to go forward, and the prime minister would do what he's done before which is absolutely nothing in a government that is, well, they're out of their depth. They, uh, and, and they really, you're right. They need to put together a team of experts and then let them do their job and get out of the way. And then your job as the government is to support your experts. Thank you, uh, Gord, Lois, Bonus. We have, uh, Bonice, I'm sorry, we have a couple of seconds. What's the petition number? It's 696. And it's closed, but we received a sufficient number of signatures. Okay. And 
Um, that was a full family effort all across Canada. Right. And when it goes to the um, House of Commons, when Gord John, who's our, my MP here, yeah. when he presents that, I really hope that people are encouraging their MPs to give it the response it needs so that it doesn't die in Parliament. Well, that, we'll stay in touch and we'll, we'll, get to, we'll get together again when that happens and we'll apply as much pressure as we can. Bernice, Lois, Gord, take good care and we'll talk soon. Thank you, Thank you very much. much. Thanks so much. Appreciate your Bye-bye. Help.